Hey, Ryan. Yes, Donna. You know, they had the billion-dollar lottery drawing on Friday the 13th. Oh, yes. I bought tickets. Hopefully I won. Well, I just checked the website, and you know who, who it says won? Who won? Me! You? Yeah, me. See? It says jackpot. M-E. Me. Me. Woohoo! We're rich. Yeah, I quit, J.M. I quit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, does that mean... Maine. Oh, that's Maine. Maine. Oh. Welcome to Coyote Tales. My name is Donna Shannon, also known as Donna Coyote. I'm here with Ryan, my husband, Ryan Shannon. Hello. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to win a lottery. I don't think I will either, but you never know. You got to keep playing to try. Yeah, well, specifically for me, it, uh, it's like a very coyote thing. So, for all you listeners out there who are like, what the fuck is all this coyote stuff in the first place? Uh, so, coyote is from Native American you know, beliefs and traditions. Mm-hmm. He's a trickster god. If you've got coyote as one of your totem spirits that you're kind of born with, uh, it's like a lot of times you can get away with a lot of really clever stuff and get people to fall for your tricks. But the other half is sometimes you fall for your own shit. Yes, yes, you do. A lot. It's like Wiley Coyote, super, super genius. Quite a bit. So that's kind of why I got this nickname in college. Yeah. Well, I can tell you where all my luck went. All my luck is, is it, it leaked out of me when I cut my artery when I was seven. And, and I'm alive today for it. So yeah. that's where all my luck. Yeah. And what is it with the bullshit thing that people are like, oh, you know what? You are so lucky to have survived that thing. You should go buy a lottery ticket. It's like, no, you dumbass. You used up all your luck surviving the horrific car crash, surviving a cut. Surviving, period. Yeah, exactly. Like when my mom had her rare kidney disease and they're like, it's a one in a million disease that you got. You should go buy a lottery ticket. Why? You just used you, up all the luck. You see what I mean? You use uh, that's big time coyote. Well, is that coyote? Yeah, that's a coyote thought. See, you know, I, I survived, therefore my luck is gone. Yeah, I've won a couple bucks here and there, but nothing. Oh, nothing over a couple bucks. Yeah, but specifically in regards to any kind of gambling, coyote's a dumbass. Just <laughs> straight up <laughs> fucking dumbass and. That's a trick they that he always falls for. There's like even this awesome book I read. It's called um, Coyote Blue. It's fiction. It's awesome, hilarious. You should read it. But this guy ends up with old man Coyote entering his life and just kind of fucks with him a lot. And so they end up in Vegas, and they're sitting there with the shooting craps or whatever. And this guy and his girlfriend, the girlfriend's like, oh, I'm." he's like, you're my lucky charm and all the rest of this. And so Coyote looks at him and he's like, really? Are you really, really lucky? You blow on dice? You make them work? Because, <laughs> of course, Coyote believes that. Yeah, that's course. magic. That's, that's magic. That's what he does all the time. And they're like, oh, yes, I'm super lucky. So he puts all the money on the single bet. Oops. And... 
fast or blow on the dice or whatever rolls up. Of course they lose. And he like goes to beat the shit out of her for lying to him. Because she's not lucky. She's not lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my luck is very limited. Yeah. So here was my thing. Okay. I actually bought a lottery ticket on Monday, but <laughs> I number one I coyoted myself because I never ever bother with lottery or things like that because. It's just dumb for me. I know I will never win. That's but, why you don't gamble either, though. No, I gam- I find gambling boring. But I was like, all right, it's a billion dollars. I got to try it. I walk into the 7-Eleven. I have no idea how lottery tickets work. Because <laughs> there's four or five games you can play. Uh, three, right? Yeah, okay, three. So I just tell the clerk, oh, you know, give me some lottery tickets. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, on, and they're not helpful at all. I was all like, "Oh, the jackpot's so big, you gotta play now!" Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> Zero guidance from this bitch. All right, yeah, that, I'm know, like, give, I'm like, give me a Powerball and give me a Colorado lottery because I'd I'd be happy winning the nine million dollar Colorado lottery. I'm not greedy. I'll take nine million instead of a billion. Um. That's not the billion dollar lottery. That's not the billion dollar lottery. Thank God I bought my mega million billion dollar ticket. I didn't win, but I bought them. Yeah, now I know that that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I bought, well, I didn't check the one from yesterday, so I can't, or from Friday. This is Sunday, whatever day it is. I didn't check that one, so maybe I won a couple bucks. Maybe. That's usually what I do is a couple bucks. Right. Uh, so she sells me the other tickets. No questions. Just ten bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, well, I just, I bought like three tickets, and each ticket was like three bucks each. And then you were like, "Why are the lottery tickets three dollars each?" Why? Yeah, because all the bonus stuff they put on them. God, you definitely got coyote, didn't you? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the fuck that means. So she didn't ask anything. She just hit the button, printed yeah. them, handed them. Yeah, you got screwed. If I get screwed out at $18, it's okay. Yeah, because there's several multipliers that you can add to win more money. But not the billion dollars. It's the smaller amounts. Yeah. But, well, I didn't know. But I was all like, besides, I've seen good omens everywhere I've gone today. I saw pennies on the ground and I picked them up. So it was <laughs> a massive amount of pennies. It was two. two. Well, two pennies is a lot nowadays. Yeah. And then... The clerk is like, oh, I always heard that if it's a dime that's face up, that you need to pick those up because they're lucky. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Is inflation so bad that even superstitions now have got inflation involved? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, pennies are shit. They don't work for anything. Now it's dimes. Okay. I got a random story about pennies on the ground. So me and a buddy that worked at the office, we'd put a, we dropped a penny on the floor and it stayed there for a week. Cause you know, normally the cleaning crew picks it up. Mm-hmm. So we said, okay, they're not picking up the penny. Can they pick up the nickel? Put the nickel on the ground about a week. Nothing happened. So pick the nickel up, put a dime on the floor. Dime was gone the next day. So we're like, okay, if a dime disappears, quarters Put a quarter on the ground. A quarter was on the ground, and guess what? Disappeared immediately. Yeah. They don't want the penny or the nickel, but they'll take everything else. Right. 
also not doing a great job of cleaning the floors. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Should have at least cleaned it up as cleaning crew. As cleaning crew. There'd be days when they come in and there's still garbage in the trash can. It's like, it's not rocket science to dump out a garbage can. Right. As I look at your big pile in the corner. Hey, I haven't been able to lift anything. But anyways, of course I didn't win anything. But then I thought about it. And, oh my God, Coyote's like going... What do you mean you didn't get any money? I gave you money. I gave you two whole pennies. And you should be grateful. I manifested money right in your path. And you picked it up. Besides, pennies are made from copper and copper is valuable. You know, you can transmit electricity with that shit. That stuff's so valuable, people will strip houses to get to the copper. So what do you mean you're not happy with co- with the copper pennies? If I were a rich man, dumb, dumb is the key word there. <laughs> Very much so. So, yeah, no more lottery wishes and billionaire dreams for us yeah what is that some comedian i am robin leach and i'm showing you stuff you can't afford (laughs) pretty much yeah so there you go some asshole in maine won the lottery well, maybe we're part of the other winners, the the $4, $2 winner. I think, if anything, I'll be a $2. There's 4 million people won $2. 4,681,849. Ooh, maybe I'm part of the the four, the uh, the 1,871 people that won $4. $4. I think it's funny that they list that statistic at all. Yes. $2. Just, just just, those last line, it should not be winner to the prize, $2. No, it should just be God's laughing in your face. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, hey, that's bad job impersonation. Sorry. Yeah. So anyways, for uh, lottery winning tips for other people, number one, don't ask Coyote for shit. It's not going to work. No. Number two, don't ask Jesus for shit because... Uh, I hate to tell you this, lotteries are not controlled by any deity. Not Christian ones, not ancient Greek, nothing, not Hindu. None of those can influence the lottery. Do you know why? Why? Because the lottery is fate's game. Ah, yes. And even the gods must bow to the will of fate. That makes sense. So... Fuck you and your lottery dreams. I don't have any lucky numbers for you. I don't have any lucky I got one lucky number. Yeah. Seven, because I used all my luck then. Yeah. I got a lucky number. It's 31, because that's the day I married you. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, that was lunch coming up. <laughs> If you're a listener of our podcast, it's been like four months since we posted one. There's a reason. There is a reason. And this is something that I'm so grateful that Ryan's here to help me out. 
because I've been recovering from rotator cuff surgery. Again. Again. But the other arm. And so, yeah, it just had to be in a... Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just gurgling. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to fart on the microphone or something. <laughs> no. It's like, do I need to pause the recording? No, or my you... stomach's going... <laughs> I was like, are you about to shit yourself over there? No, I have to shit myself, I'll run away. It's all good. It passed. Okay, just needed to make sure you're all right. I'm all right. We don't want to press your luck in this area. Yeah, speaking of luck, I used it all. As an adult, you should at least shit yourself once, and that's not being drunk. And hopefully not on not on the air. Oh, oh Nelly, Donna, wake up! I just shit the bed. Okay. Edit that out later. Yeah. Oh, I'll leave it. So, fortunately, even though I was incapacitated with this big ass sling and did not shit myself at any point. No, but I also mentioned that when you get to slave as your right shoulder and I said, you know what? I will not wipe your bottom. I will set you outside with a hose and spray you off, but I'm not wiping you. Yeah. Oh, you hated helping me with the showers too. Yeah, but I did it. There's a big difference between hating it and doing it and hating it and not doing it. I still did it. Right. Right. But there's still you still owe me an answer. So one time I got out of the shower, and Ryan's there helping me like dry off my arms and things. Because when you have rotator cuff surgery, you're like can't lift or move your arm at all for the like first six weeks. It's ridiculous. Um, I step out of the shower and I'm all like, "Ah, oh, this is it." Ryan, you've seen behind the curtain. All the mystery is gone. You know all the magic that happens to make this massive beauty happen. And now you'll never want to touch me again. And you didn't say anything. And I'm like, oh shit, it's true. It's not true. Okay. Not going to answer it, but it's not true. <laughs> well, that's enough of an answer for me. Okay. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> I've been, been on pins and needles for that shit for three months now. Because I said I didn't say anything? Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. Was it a late shower? I don't know. I was tired. Because um, I was still working. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but we did get to catch up on like a lot of old classic movies. Yeah. So I think it's it fair and helpful for our listeners if we give them some reviews about these classic films and TV shows and that they really understand the cinematic impact that these films and TV shows had. Okay. What is what is one of the ones we watched recently? So one of the first ones, and I believe this one came out in the early 80s. Maybe even the late 70s, early 80s. Early 80s, late 70s. I saw it originally in the theater, maybe? I don't think I saw this one in the theater. Okay. This is what I get for not doing my research. To the Google! 
Do, 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 do. I can't do that. We don't want to get copyrighted. Holy shit. Okay. It's uh, 1974. Oh, holy cow. So I was three. So uh, you probably didn't see this in the movie theater because if I was I, three. I was four. So, so definitely didn't. But there's not very many Western movies I like. But there's a handful. Is, there's a handful. And this is one of them. So the other ones that this is to give you an idea of the high regard and esteem that this movie has. The other ones that I like is Unforgiven. Right, which is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Tombstone. Good movie. Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> Mediocre movie. <laughs> Technically not really a cowboy movie, I would guess, but it's got cowboys it's got in it. has got cowboys in it. Yeah, so I'm not a big fan of cowboy movies. But this one, this one that talks about racial disparity in the Old West and... How this one sheriff overcomes all this racism to really rise above the expectations of the day to come through and save the town in spite of the way that they treat him. The sheriff is a... Boom. Boom. <laughs> I am, of course, talking about that cinematic masterpiece. I don't know why it didn't get an Oscar for the, all the racial issues of the time that it addressed head on. Head on. Head on. So, of course, we're talking about... The classic Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. That's right. It's a movie you need to le uh, at least watch once uncensored. Yeah. <laughs> you can't watch it on regular TV anymore because it's too cut up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's bad. We tried watching it a couple, uh, well, a couple months ago, and it just was not good at all. Yeah. Oh, but here's a great question from the Googles. Why is Blazing Saddles rated R? <laughs> um, comic violence. <laughs> okay, that's... What the fuck? <laughs> all the other reasons, like... I don't know, dropping the N-bomb all language, the time. Language, language. Yeah, they say it's rated R because there's moments of comic violence, which include Western-style shootouts and fistfights, though these are all without injury detail, meaning there's no blood and gore. So in that case... There's a brief and passage usage of drugs when a character smokes a joint. So in that case, would Bugs Bunny cartoons be rated R? If it's going under that standard, then yeah, it should. But It, it should be. Okay. Yeah. Weird things. Yeah. So what's the next movie that you watched? This was actually a TV series that I went back and revisited. Okay. I'm... So it was from the 90s. Okay. Back when, you know, Fox TV was just kind of burgeoning. So, for those of you who don't know, Fox TV, not Fox News. Fox TV had some good shows. Right. So, this was like as they were emerging, and this was like before as widespread use of cable. There was no streaming TV right. at this point. There was no internet at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're so old, we predate the internet. <laughs> And they often, at Fox, press the envelope on what you could do with TV. They thought right. outside the box and were really experimental in, in the way they 
treated their mm -hmm. material. Yeah. So this classic series, which dealt with the sacrifices that one man made to make sure he could provide for his family. He put aside all his dreams of glory in, you know, going after an athletic career to become a modest and humble shoe salesman, even though it was not a well-respected position in the community. He made those sacrifices and always, always provided for his family. Always, even living off the glory days. Yes. And we're talking about, of course... Married with children. Yes. <laughs> it was entertaining for the time. It's entertaining today. It is still entertaining today. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you think Family Guy or whatever is cutting edge. It's like, it's not. It's not. None of this is cutting edge compared to what mm -hmm. we saw growing up. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the other thing I liked about Fox is they did the Chris Titus show. Yeah. Yep. Which was a good show. You can find it on YouTube, I think. Yeah. Definitely, definitely worth visiting. That's a good one. But Ed O'Neill was, was a, it was a great show. It was fun. Lots of hunks, lots of babes. It was always fun to watch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, lots of things to be, uh, oh, you know, they talked about gender roles. A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sex. Huh? Or the lack thereof. Lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> yes, feminist issues. Just a bit, yeah. Yep. He was sounding like Bill Burr before Bill Burr did sounded like Bill Burr. <laughs> it was a good show. Just remember, you know, Al uh, Bundy did form his own organization of men to make sure their voices were not lost in society. Oh, I forgot. Yo, was, yo man or no ma'am. No ma'am. <laughs> that was his organization. No ma'am. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. They don't air it as much anymore. Well, they still, they might. I'm sure you can find it streaming. Too. Yeah, probably. So add that to your queue. Everything's streaming nowadays. Yep. So we got one last review for a movie for everybody uh -huh. before we wrap things up. And this one talks about a brave troop of elite soldiers who go out there to make sure that the world is safe from terrorists and other acts of aggression. Okay. I, you must have watched this when I wasn't there. Oh, you've seen it. I'm talking about, of course, Team America World Police. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Here to save the motherfucking day. Yeah! yeah. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> well, a little slow today, but yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. Yeah, not to mention the whole cinematic style in that they didn't use stop-action animation. They didn't use typical drawn or computer-generated animation. They were intentionally being as cutting edge as possible with marionettes <laughs> marionettes which you could blow them up, up marionettes better than anything else <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's just point out, you know, that the sex scene involving the Marionettes. <laughs> yeah, true, true. You got to be careful because there's certain DVDs and stuff that doesn't let you see the complete sex scene. What? Well, yeah, there's certain where I was watching a DVD and it was like, well, it's missing something. Yeah, it missed the, the cut, the sex scene. Maybe it was on HBO or one of those streaming channels. Weird. And then the and then the uh, the the vomit scene, which goes on for like two or three minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's uh, Matt Stone and and Trey Parker's good movies. Yeah. So I'm excited. May twenty third, Casa Bonita is opening up here in town. Yeah. Well, it also had special guest appearances. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. Flipping <laughs> <laughs> me off. <laughs> Got to see the movie for that one. Yep. So there you go. Some definitely good quality entertainment to add to your list. Yes, definitely. It's worth it if you need to rent a copy. Uh, come by my house and pick it up. No, don't. <laughs> No, no, we do not want random strangers from all over the country suddenly knocking. Hey, oh, Ryan said I could borrow your movie. <laughs> we are not Blockbuster. Fuck you. Don't come to our house. Statement retracted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else that you want to add to the must watch list? Um, if you're going off a of racist, or not racist, very weird comedies, Cannibal the Musical, mm-hmm. Alfred Packer. I thought that was a serious documentary. It was a great documentary. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you tap dance in the snow? Uh, how are you doing that with your feet? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You, you're you the one that watched a lot of TV. Oh. Well, you know, I actually did dive into some things that I had been meant Meaning to watch, seriously, like The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. I was not going to force you to watch that one. Thank God it wouldn't have anyways. It was good. The first two seasons were pretty good, and then it's... I stopped watching it now because it was getting stupid. Well, I did force you to watch old classic Universal Studio monster movies. Yes, we did watch those, and uh, I didn't realize how good of an actor... The he did for the Frankenstein's Frankenstein. monster. Was that Bella? That wasn't Bella Lugosi, was it? I don't remember oh, who. To I, the Google. To the Google. Bear with us a second. Uh, we I made you watch the original House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price. Um, you enjoyed that one, I believe. Mm-hmm. We watched. What else did we watch? Oh, made you watch Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, that was a while ago. It was a while ago. Um, but yeah, you were still surprised that she wasn't happy to be a spoiler. She was not happy to be brought back to life. Or is that Lon Chaney? I forget which one. It was. Ah, why is this not showing me what I want to know? And bear with us. Ah, oh, I went to the wrong damn website. I should have just gone to IMDb. Sorry. So. Life is great. Don't even know how to spell IMDb. It's in the fucking name. That's how you spell it. Okay. No. All right. Sorry to be boring. <laughs> we have a, we don't have a lot of 
podcast subscribers anyways, do you? Shh. They don't know that. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. See, they don't even list him as one of the main actors. No, he's not, but he did a fantastic job as it. Yeah, because they... Oh, it was Boris Karloff. It was Boris Karloff, so I wasn't even close. You said Lon Chaney. I said Lon Chaney, and I said... um, I don't remember who else I said. Yeah. Oh, I know an awesome movie. The, they actually turned it into a series. It was so inspirational. What? Oh, about that young man who wanted to teach teenagers... You know, the importance of abstinence and not drinking and, uh, you know, not doing drugs in a camp setting. (laughs) And when you did do drugs and and, and sex and nasty stuff like that, you paid for it. Yeah, he course corrected them very quickly. He did course correct them extremely quickly. Yeah. And with lots of violence. Yeah. Man, that's that's the, besides the point. He was trying to teach them a moral lesson, and some people just can't be taught. Not that moral lesson. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're talking about... Friday the 13th. The whole series, because it was his mom first. It was mom first. Spoiler. So, yeah, his mom was in it for the revenge, but Jason, Jason was there to teach them a better way to live. Well, Jason did most of it. There was one in the crazy asylum where it was one of the patient's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I think we've beat this horse as far as we can. Yeah, we beat that with a sleeping bag to death. Okay. And that is not a recommendation for a porn movie. I don't, I am sure there's porn movies out there where you're beating a, a horse to death, like beating it off to death. D- don't Google that. Do no. not go to the Google for that. I am terrified of what that would bring up. And don't look that up at work. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't look that one up at work. Oh, but the best donkey show ever filmed. But well, you there, know the there's, best There's donkeys. two contenders. I can think of one contender. Well, there's Bachelor Party. Oh, okay, Bachelor Party. Yeah, okay. But and... then there's the, the clear winner. Well, Clerks too. Clerks too. I miss my donkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and the sexy stud. <laughs> Jelly can be a boy's name too. <laughs> oh well. Well, I guess that'll wrap things up. We're gonna get back on the horse, so to speak, but not in that way. Ooh. Yeah, definitely not in that way. And uh, you can expect to hear more podcasts coming from us. And uh, maybe in the future, we'll talk about some future movies. If you have some suggestions for movies that we should check out, please be sure to like put it in the comments. If you liked what you heard, give us a like, give us a love, give us a five-star review. If you didn't like it, don't say shit. Don't be mean. Donna Shannon's Coyote Tales is a production of Coyote Visions Productions and is hosted by Donna Shannon. Ugh, nothing redundant about that. Theme music is Coyote Strut by James Nay. All other music is ethically sourced and licensed from SoundDogs.com and EpidemicSound.com. And we paid for it, I swear. We can provide receipts if necessary. All the stories you've heard are true. 
Only the names, events, and facts have been changed for our own amusement. In the immortal words of Obi-Wan, so what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Find all of Donna Shannon's website and social media links at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot double E slash Donna Shannon. Follow us and find out all about upcoming shows and live performances. Now go out there, enjoy life, and grab some tales of your own.